0: If it hasn't happened to you yet, it probably will. You learn that one of your friends or relatives is battling a terminal illness. You feel like you should reach out to them somehow. But what's your appropriate response? With a look, here's InfoTracks' Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Our guest is Samira
1: Beckwith. She's an end-of-life care expert and president and CEO of Hope Healthcare Services. Talking to a dying loved one is difficult for everyone. Why are we so afraid of that?
2: We're so afraid of it because very rarely do people have the opportunity to prepare for it or to have the type of education and insight about this period of time to make them more comfortable.
1: I think a lot of people are also concerned about saying the wrong thing.
2: Oh, absolutely, because we haven't been through the experience before, or maybe if we have and we have said the wrong thing or heard the wrong thing, it makes us even more hesitant and fearful that we'll either say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing.
1: I understand that it's even tough for doctors in many cases to talk with a terminally ill patient.
2: Oh, it really is. Most physicians, they focused on making people better, They focused on trying to find a cure and really in their medical training, there's very little information or experience in helping people to understand when they're in the final chapter of their life. So I've actually had doctors say to me, you know, I don't know what to say or do, so I avoid the topic. I give people false hope. I give them additional treatment because I don't know what to say.
1: What's the best way to open a conversation when you first visit a terminally ill person?
2: Opening the conversation by saying, Hello, I'm here to talk with you. I'm here to be with you. I care about you. I'm here to spend some time with you. is the appropriate way and an easy way to open the conversation.
1: Now, I think you also have a few rules of etiquette for this whole conversation.
2: I do. Because I think we have rules of etiquette for everything else. And really to let people know how to handle these situations because, as you mentioned earlier, people don't know what to say or what to do, so they might often avoid the situation. So I believe it's always important to let somebody know that you care about them. And even in that introduction about the topic, hi, I'm here because I care about you, letting someone know that we care about them is very, very important. And it's something that if you say it to somebody, you'll feel better about saying it and they'll feel better about hearing it.
1: Any other rules of etiquette that you'd like to add?
2: I would say don't go in and give somebody a pep talk and let them know that if they pray hard enough or if they try hard enough that they can beat the situation because that's only going to make them feel sad because they'll feel like they're not trying hard enough or maybe they don't have a positive attitude or maybe they don't have the right prayer. So. Those kind of pep talks very rarely make somebody feel better when they know that they really are in the final chapter, that their time is limited. So I like to ask people to stay away from those kind of pep talks. It might make us feel better to give that pep talk, but does not make the person feel better who's receiving that pep talk? They know the situation that they're in, and so trying to make them more comfortable. I also suggest that you don't say, let me know if there's something I can do. Think about what you can do to help in that situation and offer that specific topic or that specific assistance. You know, maybe take a dish to the house or to take some kind of offering. And even if the people don't want to eat it right then, maybe they'll serve it to somebody else or maybe they will save it and have it available later on. Because most of the time if you say, let me know if there's something I can do to help, most people aren't going to ask for help. So I ask people to look very carefully for things that they can do. You know, if they're over visiting and it looks like maybe the people haven't had time to do the dishes, you know, just go in and do the dishes. Go in and find a way to help, but don't just always say, call me if you need something and think that that's enough.
1: Samara Beckwith, end-of-life care expert and the president and CEO of Hope Healthcare Services. Is there a website where people can learn more?
2: There is. It is hopehcf.org.
1: Well, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack.
2: You're welcome. It's a pleasure to be with you.
0: And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at talkzone.com. Special thanks this week to InfoTrack reporters Lisa G. and Roy Mackey. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. Internet services provided by Pair.com. InfoTrack is a weekly production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.